0: hey there welcome to the girl go global podcast where faith and works are empowered with every episode we're embracing our multi-layered lives with faith know-how and grit i'm your host dr jasmine and i'm ready to go global with you let's get started welcome to the girl go global podcast where faith and works are empowered i'm dr jasmine your host And we are around here stepping into our power, fulfilling our true destiny and purpose in life for which God gave us. So if you have been enjoying our podcast, conversations, our episodes each week. Please, please, please don't forget to share a review, like, share, and don't keep the content to yourself. Share with your best girlfriend, your friend, or whomever you think will find the content of value to them. So today, 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 I have with me Miss Shawanda Smith, all the way from St. Louis, y'all. She was born in Dayton, Ohio, though, a preacher's kid in the Church of God in Christ, and she's been singing since the age of five, and from that time until today, you can find her on stages, whether it was in church, in school, or anywhere in between. She has held the stage with several of gospel music's great but she'll tell you more about that but most recently shawanda has relocated to st louis with her husband and her five children where she is a global minister of music at one family church i want to welcome miss shawanda smith to the girl go global podcast would you please 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 tell the global girls more about yourself shawanda well, hello, hello. Uh, first, thank you so much for having me. Uh, for you know, just inviting me to the podcast. I'm really excited to share. Um, like you said. Um, uh, you gave a, a really good uh, description <laughs> of my background. So. <laughs> but more recently, yeah, I moved. I relocated to St. Louis with my husband and our our five children, um, which are two of which are adults 20, 24 and twenty two, and the rest are teenagers. So, um, we moved here for uh, job purposes. Um, I came here as a minister. Uh, I was a worship pastor. Sorry, in a, a ministry here. And so since then, I've transitioned to a different ministry. We're now the global, uh, global worship pastor, or minister of music for one family church. Um, and I've been doing like minister of music work for quite a while. But uh, moving here, it has been full time. So um, and I'm also a vocal coach um, at a, another school. It's called School of Rock. So um, I do that in the evenings with several students. Oh, and as well as the recording hours yeah thank you oh, i'm so glad to have met shawanda And we were trying to figure out y'all how long it's been since we met in <laughs> person we believe it was around 2010 but let me tell y'all something if you have not heard shawanda sing you oughta go visit her website so you can hear her. i'm sure you can look her up on youtube but nonetheless she is a fabulous gospel music, praise and worship leader, gospel artist, writer, composer, and all of that jazz, y'all. So please look her up. I believe she is one of the best kept secrets in gospel music. And I'm here just to kind of celebrate her, y'all, because I love her music. I love her voice and I love her spirit. So Shawanda, I would love to just get jump right into this conversation about music ministry, gospel music, and all that stuff that we talk about that we listen to <laughs> every day maybe it's for some of y'all it's only on Sunday or maybe it's somewhere in between but nonetheless I just want to talk to you about gospel music where it's been and where you see it's going because I believe it's certainly a shift and I want you to let us know how we should be moving what we can anticipate from gospel music in the future because I believe it's changing but I want to know what you think Um, Well, you know, of course, so like you said, yeah, it's steadily changing, you know, um, nothing stays the same, but where I see it really going uh, within just the last couple of years and even just experiencing, you know, COVID and all of that, we've been, uh, a lot of gospel artists have had to come up with more innovative ways to continue to get the gospel and music out there, um, you know, since we weren't gathering together and doing a lot of concerts and touring and things like that. Um, But I really see um, a lot of, uh, I see a lot of artists really collaborating together because Mm. I think even though we were apart, um, COVID brought a lot of us together in other ways. We had no choice, you know, it seemed like to really connect with one another. Um, you you know, if you're used to just seeing people and always gathering and even like the physical touch of hugging someone, shaking their hand, singing with other people in the room. Once we were separate, you know, people said, well, shoot, how can we do this and still make music? So, you know, um, I think it brought a lot of people together. Um, one thing that I saw more recently, I went to a concert with Maverick City um, and Kurt Franklin, their tour. Mm. and how they had even in Jonathan McReynolds was a part of it and um, House Fires and just all of them together in one room and they how they collaborated and sang together um, even just merging some of Kurt Franklin's songs with Maverick City and just they would go like you know back and forth between their songs and hits and it just brought more of a family type uh, to me style of, of just feeling and worshiping together and even though they had their album, they had their songs, it, it was not like, well, you gotta do your set and then we do our set, and that's it. No, they came together. And even those who had sang previously, you know, they would come back out and sing with them. I just thought it was wonderful. So I see uh, gospel music taking on that more family-like atmosphere of just gathering and connecting with one another, really reaching to, you know, to each other um and lifting up one another. And then, you know, in and then. And extending that to to everyone else that listens, but that's that's some of the, um, the the more the worship and just the corporate worship and just gathering that's that sticks out to me a lot that mm. I see. That's so worship. interesting. Yeah. I think you might mm-hmm. be right. You know, I've been seeing more and more this whole concept of this praising worship millennial mm-hmm. kind of setting keyboard in the yeah. center drums and everybody's right. kind of gathered around and it's becoming more of a trend and I, and I say trend for lack yes. of a better word but I do see that we've transitioned so to speak from the choir to mm-hmm. this whole gathering of diverse people in a setting. So can just kind of worship and kind of free flow, if you will. Right. Now I would say I do feel like the choirs are coming back. <laughs> mm. Um, because of how this uh how we are gathering, it is like a choir sound, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more, it's more relaxed. It's not so to me, like tight and strict on um, even though you should have some structure and you know, you sound good, you teach in parts, but um just from a standpoint of watching like someone like maverick city music just how they just kind of come together and just like really sing and i could tell it's relaxed but everybody feels like they are a part of uh, whether you're leading a song or whether you're in the background it mm. just feels like this it's like a no pressure type of worship it's like we're here let's do this let's just sing together
1: so and you everybody see, falls in
0: mm-hmm. i'm sorry but what do you see the shift like when did you start to notice this this shift I know it started a little bit before pandemic it did what, uh-huh. what do you what do you see this shift from it seems like now this is just my observation as just a person who can't sing too well I can't hold a note though but I <laughs> sang on the you choir have sang in some choirs but you know not my jam it's not my thing it's not something I want to just that's my ministry you know what I mean um mm-hmm. but i i we got the choir and then we kind of transitioned to this whole praise and worship kind of feel with a few people up in the front of a church or a ministry singing and mm-hmm. then we shift to something different where, where have you seen did you start to see this new shift um i would say i guess it was kind of be before covid a little bit before covid um it was some of it was just a, a, a different way of, I guess, just uh, expressing themselves musically. Um, I think with the generation that is coming up in, in gospel music or in Christian music or whatever you call our music period, um, a lot of these younger people, um, and I, I'm including include myself, some of us have just kind of been behind the scenes and working on things. And I think in those moments or in those times when you're alone, Or you just with a couple of friends and you just brainstorming those are how ideas are developed those are how um you know you're doing things that are a little out the box not that it's intentional you're just kind of trying things or Uh this is just the way you do it and so i started seeing that shift i would say like um yeah somewhere around 2017 2018 things just started uh, coming out a little different from from some of the newer artists and uh I would say, yeah, it's just more of a um, a reflection of how they've been spending their time. They've been behind the scenes working on music. Cause you know, when you love something, no matter what it is, you're somewhere working on that um, before it becomes, you know, exposed to the world. You are somewhere, you know, just, I don't know in your basement recording or you're in your basement drawing or, you know, painting hmm. pictures. And then one day it just comes to the surface and your time is, is when it is. And, Everybody sees it. And so I kind of feel like that's what's been happening behind the scenes with a lot of artists, a lot of people um, who just write straight from the heart. And this is what they've been doing. And so once it came out, a lot of people started catching on because there are other people who were probably operating in that same way and they could identify with it. I love that you said when you love something, you're somewhere working behind the scenes on it, until, yeah. until you are seen, that's so good mm-hmm. and that's so true. Even for minecraft uh you know, people sometimes people just think stuff just comes out of the air. You know, you just show up one right. day, and you just start right. it, but they don't realize that you've been working behind the scenes in the shadows. In the, the if we, if I was taking a tax, you know, I might say I was in the hit and I was hit. You know what I mean? Right, so, right, right. right. <laughs> you know. But it you yeah, that's so true, you know. I do believe that that's a great, great point, and you can really tell in the authenticity of what's being displayed or communicated or sang, if you will. You can tell in the the glory that's revealed when people open their mouths to sing that they've been somewhere praying, they've been somewhere right. hearing from God about mm-hmm. what he's saying that should be saying out in in the earth in the atmosphere at that time if if you feel what i'm saying that's right yeah yeah and 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 you know sometimes your time may not come right away but it's a blessing for those who hold on in the middle of of the the waiting period no matter how long it may be um because when it is your time when god releases you um he does it and so it's it's just a blessing that those hold on, and so when that time is set, and just like you said, what God has been speaking to them is releasing to the earth. So um, anybody that's listening, I imagine you, if you're you're working on something, you feel like one day, when will it be my turn? Trust me, it'll come. <laughs> uh-huh. And just keep, you know, because often for me, I'm still waiting on on that day. So you know, like you say, I'm a, a hidden secret. Um, uh, that's because that, that day is not yet arrived, but I do believe it is rather closer than it was <laughs> even mm. a year ago. So. Oh, that's so good. I believe that because you have, you know, just anointing and a presence about you just, just so authentic, but, but you're right. You know, it's true. I believe, you know, there is a, such a time as this for people who are mm-hmm. Christian for who are righteous for who are the called you know what i mean but mm-hmm. you gotta wait to until you're such a such a time your appointed time right. what the Bible right. says right? right so though it tarry okay we're mm-hmm. not about to preach right here but though <laughs> 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 though it tarry you know you gotta wait for it mm-hmm. and then you, to you gotta speak to your appointed time that's Bible yes ma'am yes mm-hmm. ma'am you sure do
1: you gotta yes, speak I to said. your time
0: mm-hmm. because see god is already there he is he, he's he is. already there so you gotta speak to it so that you know speak you know speak to that thing speak positively manifest it uh affirmation mm-hmm. over it you got to do good oh, warfare yes. over the prophecy over your life and so having true. said that you know it's just so important that we don't get weary and well-doing that's right. That that's exactly what i was saying (laughs) yeah they don't get weary because there's a time and somebody is waiting on that for such a time and somebody needs it so oh so how long have you been singing you said five (laughs) that you started at five but and i know that you've been you know perfecting your craft all the you know for many, many years. But how long have you been sincerely dedicated to this call? When did you realize that you were called to sing, called to be a minister of music, called to the people as a uh, psalmist, if you will? Well, um, like I said, I I yeah, I was I was five years old. My parents, uh, you know, were pastors, my dad's a pastor, and my mom was like the first musician in the church. So I grew up singing. But um, as a teenager and into my young adult years, I always wanted to just be like a recording artist or honestly like an R&B singer. Um, That didn't quite work out for me, but once I did, Get the re- have that relationship with the Lord. Um, I did not want to sing for him, but I just wanted to like be like an artist, like, you know, do my own music, travel mm-hmm. the globe. Um, but what happened was a lot of people would invite me to their ministries, but they always wanted me to do praise and worship. And I would mm-hmm. literally be like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to sing my music. And I'll be like, I don't know what to say. And why I gotta be first. Like I would sincerely have an attitude about leading worship. <laughs> I did not want to do that. And so, um, for a while there, I kind of fought it, but I kept getting invitations to lead worship. Mm. And I was like, okay, why I keep asking that? So eventually I just kind of like surrendered. And so when I did it, all of a sudden I, I had a love for it. And even dealing with, you know, life as it comes at you, my worship, personal worship time at home that is what got me through and I would be excited like to lead worship I'm always excited to lead worship it's like one of my favorite things to do now Um, and even share it with others and to teach others so um, once I let's see who I had been I had been singing for quite a while in in college I was probably about 23 24 I believe and I started writing music and I felt like, okay, I got enough courage to let other people hear my music, so I started recording it, um, and I recorded, like, my first single, but then that was around the time when I started getting asked to lead worship everywhere, and so um, when I started doing worship, I just began to love it, and so uh, up until about ooh, well until my, my mid-30s, I, I was just leading worship here and there. I was at my home church in Dayton, Ohio, and then I would go to a church in Cincinnati, which is about 45 minutes away, um, alternating Sundays, leading worship in both ministries. And I loved it. And so I experienced at my job that it, uh, my position was grant funded. And so uh, the grant was not renewed. And so they came to me. I was working at this time for the housing authority. And they said, listen, hey, we're not going to fire you. We're just going to move you to another department. Mm. Um, But out of all the people in my department, I was the only one moved. And I couldn't really understand that. And the crazy thing is I literally moved like around the corner, like the same hallway, but maybe like six feet from my original (laughs) office. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so I was with all my coworkers doing they and and they I felt like I had the fun job because I was out in the field all day I was working with you know clients and then the job they moved me to I was at the desk all the time mm. so I said listen Lord someone's got to give I don't I don't want to do this and I used to say oh I'll never quit this job because it's so flexible and I love it and then it's like as soon as I spoke that I got moved to another department. Oh, man. And I, said, I said, so Lord, what what am I going to do? I really want to sing for you. How can I do that? And that's when I just kind of stepped out on faith and started looking for positions of full-time ministry. And everyone that I saw, there they was nothing nearby that, you know, I could actually, be, you know, be full-time to make a living from. And so I saw um, a posting for St. Louis and I was like, oh, no, that's too far. So I ignored it. <laughs> but um when i laid down that night i remember feeling like something nudged me in my spirit to apply and i did and you know make a long story short they hired me and also hired my husband at the ministry <laughs> oh, and so my we were goodness. able yeah able to relocate our our family here um, and i worked for that ministry for uh, rough almost uh, 3 years and oh, wow. uh, right after we well, are still in covid um got transitioned Transitioned me to another ministry, and then my husband now he works for a university. So, God has just done great things. But even in that, I had to wait on Him to do that for me, and so that's how I got to leading worship full time. Oh, look at that! Yeah, and (laughs) even within that, I thought, you know, coming in the door, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna teach people. I'm gonna do this and do that. It was totally like opposite of what I had been doing in terms of where I was leading now uh-huh. the, the good thing was that some places I had been God had it was like he had put me in some training I was like an assistant to a worship pastor for a different ministry other than my church and they were uh, a larger ministry that has several campuses and I learned a lot of programs a lot of things that I now use so it's like he was setting me up for this all of all. Mm. so um you know it's just a lot you know a lot of technical things like there's planning center there's multi tracks there's churches that uses you know things like that in air monitors um your production side of things for larger ministries a lot of those things the lord allowed me to learn um coming here and so gotcha. now as a minister man I'm able to you know uh, impart that stuff to to the team that's there and um it, I have multiple uh, two teams for uh, the campuses but it's it's been a blessing Oh (laughs) wow, 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 wow! That's such a great story. And so you are also a writer. Do you sing any of your original music with the ministry? Um, you know what? That's so funny. I do not. Um, and it's not because I don't want to. It's it's so crazy. I I almost don't remember to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been asked that they're like, "You don't do any of your songs," and I'd be like, "You know what? I don't." And I don't know why I never think of it. But um, I actually would like to. So I am a writer. And I have uh, two albums that I've released. But there is a a certain worship song that always comes to mind that I wrote. It's called You Are Great. And I would love to um, teach that. And I think I'm going to work on that since you mentioned that. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Yeah, that will be awesome. So where do you get your faith? You know, you started out one way. You had your own ideas about what you wanted to do with your life. God revealed, (laughs) no, wait, there's more. (laughs) And (laughs) then you stepped into your purpose and had that faith to kind of step out and hear God and then be obedient, right? So where mm-hmm. do you get your faith? Where do you get your faith to believe in what you hear from the Lord in order to walk in it? I mean, you know, growing in your faith, you know, it it just, it takes a while to do it, but I, I've i been in, a, in a, I guess, in enough situations or enough places to know that when God does say something, when you know it's him, when he speaks it, he's not gonna let you fail. He's not gonna uh, let you look like an idiot in front of people, you know? So I've been in a place where I felt like, okay, um, I'm not sure what to do at this moment, or he'll tell me what to do. And, And when you get tired of, you know, trying things your way, and you're seeing that they're not working, then you're like, okay, God, I surrender, I'm going to do, and then like you said, there's more. There's so much more that we can keep ourselves from, you know, when we're trying to do our own thing. But my my faith, it solely comes from the word of God, just reading his word, but being taught as a child um, to have faith. You know, tiny as the mustard seed, we used to sing a song, faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. And I remembered that song and, and learning what it meant. And I was like, you don't need a whole lot. Just use what you got. But even that that if you think your faith is small but you're using it it's big it's working for you so mm. just uh reading my word and just really trusting the lord and seeing that he he has not failed me yet so that's where my faith comes and it just continues to grow and it's it's always a walk it's always a journey
1: mm. but just
0: continue to stay you know steadfast in it that's good that's good mm-hmm. so what do you wish you would have known when you started out your journey as a singer When you started now, what do you wish you had had? (laughs) known? I guess I wish I had known that uh, it wasn't going to be as easy as it looked. um, To be prepared, to plan, to have a plan. Um, You know, recording recording an album, recording, doing studio, all of that, it's not easy. Um, There are parts to it. You know, I recorded an album. I learned in the past when you record an album, you do need to have marketing. And so you can have a, a whole album, but if no one knows who you are, how they gonna hear it? Mm-hmm. How do you that's if you that's don't, why you need to be singing your music, yeah. right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> hello. So, yes, exactly. And that—that that is another form of marketing, because someone may hear and like, man, I really love that song. Where can I get that? You're like, oh. Well, I wrote that and that's on, you know, you can tell them what platform or how they can get it, but just knowing those, those small things, you know, even if you don't have a whole lot of money, but to save money, to invest and sew into your, your own gift. Now that is one thing I, I did kind of learn in the very beginning, um, to sew into myself, to take whatever money if you know, I went somewhere and I made $50, take at least 20 and put it back into you know, your gift and what you're doing, Mm -hmm. but I wish I had known that, you know, it's going to take a lot of work. It wouldn't happen overnight. Um, And to just kind of build relationships with other people who are doing what you do or who have exceeded where, you know, where you are, Mm. you want to kind of, you know, be with people who, who's exceeded where you are at that moment. So you can have a goal to work towards Mm. because sometimes it can become crabs in a barrel when you're with some other people. Who are you all on the same level and everybody wants to do this, everybody wants to make it. Um, and nobody wants to support one another. So I wish I had learned that early on. Um just yeah, just doing those things and how to um uh, a lot of things that I can do my own on my own in terms of like recording. Like I have um, I don't have our cameras on, but I have some studio equipment, you know, investing in yourself. Like Uh I Uh, You have GarageBand on on your MacBook. It comes with your MacBook. Save money, buy you a MacBook, you know, if you like Apple products. But a lot of it is user-friendly. It's so easy. So many tutorials on YouTube. So many things you could Google and learn if you take the time to do it. That's right. And so, yeah. So there are are, things I just, yeah. There are probably some um, others out there who say, hey, I want to be a recording artist. Do you have any suggestions for them for stepping into um the studio to get started you know you already talked about making those connections you talked about you know that whole marketing are there any suggestions or strategies you have for those who are out there who are singers whether it be gospel contemporary or something else out there (laughs) what uh would you say if you want to be an artist i would say uh like i say you know You should be practicing. You should be working on your craft. Um, If you're not a writer, it's okay. Um, Work on your skill as a singer. Um, Take care of your voice. I want to say that too. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that um, you just wake up in the morning and show up at the studio and start singing. No, you need to warm up. You need to do vocal exercises. If you don't have a coach, it's okay. There's people on YouTube. You can watch all type of coaching videos. Um, But I do offer coaching. Um, I do I can mm-hmm. do coaching over zoom as well. So, um, but taking care of your gift is key. I would say that. And then you want to get with someone. If you are looking to record um, someone who owns a studio, you know, be prepared, save your money for studio time. Um, you need to find out locally, or if you have friends or someone, maybe, maybe you have a friend who wants to just get into recording, you know, you guys could, you know, work together and kind of piggyback off of one another you would it wouldn't cost you nothing. You know, they make some beats or something and you sing or you rap to them. Something, you know, like grassroots things like that, working together, building relationships. You know, that's how some people get started. You know, they're just working and messing around with their friends, like doing music together. And then all of a sudden it turns out really good and it blows up. But I would say really invest in your gift. Take care of your gift, your craft, your voice. That is your instrument. If you want to sing, rap, whatever, you should take care of that. Um, and be prepared for work you know the longevity in in the business um it is a lot of work singing is is physical work mm-hmm. it's just not like oh, you just show up and you just sing no you have to really work at it yeah so, yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I get it <laughs> <laughs> so when do you get your carriage from you show up every day you are a minister of music Uh, where do you get your courage to keep going to keep pressing in to your craft not only that to say hey I still got this dream of being my own recording artist (laughs) where do you get your courage to show up every day in that moment yeah Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna tell you sometimes I want to just tuck my tail and go home um I had a a, I had a a small spurt there where I just felt like things were dry and I wasn't sure I wanted to record it all. So I just was like, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I want to do it. But my courage really came from the love and the passion that I have for it. And so I would actually really pray about, Lord, give me the courage to continue to work towards this goal. Um, just putting myself in position and preparing before the time is here. So when the time arrives, I am ready. But um, that courage, it just really comes from trusting God, asking him to lead you, to guide you because I'm sure even the, the greatest artists in the world has days where they don't feel like they are great and they mm. need that courage and so I just really look into my word the devotions studying listening to to the word um that's that's what's going to keep you that is definitely going to keep you so I would say if you continue to do that and really trust God that relationship with your Lord with the Lord is is key um for many people and I have a prayer life. And so mm. just you know really stealing myself before him. If I can get time alone, even in the car while I'm driving, that's just times where I can just say, Lord, there's, you know, whatever it is, I just cast everything on you and you just let me know. Just guide me with what you want me to do. Mm. So yeah. That's beautiful. Um so if I would ask you what's next, what's next for Shawanda Smith, the minister of music, the recording artist, the writer, the composer, the coach, <laughs> what's next? Oh, well, it's so funny you asked me that today. I did have a meeting because like I said, I had went through a kind of like a dry spell. of Like, I don't know what I want to do in terms of the artist side of things, but I did have a meeting um, and what's next is a live recording. Mm. Um, Even with being an artist, I discovered and I think I knew this about myself, and this is something for other artists to hear out there. Um, I know that I am a better artist like in terms of recording a project live. When I am live on stage, when I'm doing everything, I am totally authentically Shawanda. I have the freedom to flow, the freedom to to do, um, to sing musically. I just express it better. Now, when I'm in the studio from start to finish and I can come and patch something, you know, and fix it or, you know, lay an overdub, but mm-hmm. that pure, authentic feeling of being live, um, that's where I'm tapping into. So I'm going to work. We're working on a live recording. To awesome. Come up here. awesome. To be done soon. Yeah. So I'm what's really, your, really excited about it. What's your goal? When do you plan to record? Um, we're looking. Actually, we're looking at October to get started. And oh, so wow. I'm hoping to have the live recording. Yeah, I know me. And if I wait too late, it'll it'll just you know how time gets away. And Uh it'll be like, oh, well, if I set it for, like, the spring, it'll be the fall. I don't Uh want to wait that long. And so um, I'm in the process of just trying to get some music Um, together. I have songs that I've written, um, and I'm Uh working with some other writers, and I really want to do this. I'm not going to rush it, but I don't want to prolong it. Gotcha. So So you're talking about October of this year, 2022? Yeah, of this year. All right. I'm sure you can do it. Put your mind to it yeah the lord says the same um you'll hear about it i'll send you information to let you know oh sure uh, but Thank I, you. Yeah, I just don't want to prolong the wait the period so gotcha that makes sense you know if you feel that unction i believe fully in mm-hmm. going with the flow that's yeah. Flowing. how about that <laughs> <laughs> so, so when i say what does it mean for girls to go global what would you say for it to go global I think if you just stay true to who you are your authentic self I mean I know we get ideas from other people other places but when you pull all that in and stay authentic to yourself I believe people will take notice and it will make you global mm. even within your area right where you are like me I didn't know I was gonna be a global <laughs> that's the title global minister of music but thinking about it when we are live our services and we're uh-huh. ministering it goes out globally there have been people at our ministry because we uh we have a lot of students and we have a lot of multicultural um uh, members people uh-huh. in China have been watching me sing I had no idea no I've idea China uh, Africa other places and they would say my parents really love to hear you sing <laughs> and it's like what in the world so you just never know the doors or even behind the scenes what God is doing. Oh, so wow. when you tap into and believe in yourself, trust God and believe and authentically tap into you. I believe that that's where it comes from. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you plan on streaming your live recording? Absolutely. I think that would be good. Um, I would love to do it, of course, live, but for those who cannot make it, uh, yeah, I definitely stream it. Um, I did like something like that during COVID. I don't know if you know, I did like a... Uh, you might have watched it. It was an in-house uh worship like a worship night. And I streamed okay. it on Facebook and it was it went ve- it went over very, very well. So awesome. yeah, if anybody wants to, it's called Shimada, it's called sound checked. It's on YouTube, it's on Facebook. You just look me up. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I can't wait to see the manifestation of all that God has for you. Um Thank you. I'm just watching, you know, in my little corner over here in Maryland. Uh, <laughs> so I'm so <laughs> excited for all that God will do in and through your life and for the way that he's already using you. Um, So don't take that for granted. Never, never, never take that for granted. I've been talking with Miss Shawanda Smith, and she is a dynamic psalmist, minister of music, and all of the above. And if you're looking to connect with her, how can they connect with you, Shawanda? Oh, uh, yeah, people can, uh, you can reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram. Um, My name is Shawanda, S-H-A-W-A-N-D-A underscore Smith on on IG, or you can look me up on Facebook, Shawanda Smith. Um, Also, I have an email. It's ministryofshawanda at gmail.com. So you can um, contact me all of those ways. And um, you can also stream my music on any platform. Um, I'm also on YouTube. So yeah, check me out yes check her out and don't forget to subscribe to her youtube channel y'all and i'm sure i'm sure you'll be blessed by her ministry i've been talking to miss shawanda smith she's been great she's awesome and i love her ministry and i'm so excited to sit on the sidelines and see all that god has for you but today, that concludes our episode. This is the Girl Go Global community and podcast where faith and works are empowered. I hope you've been enjoying the content. And please, please, please stay tuned for more content. We'll be dropping episodes as consistently as possible. Girl Go Global.